0: Hey everyone, this is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music, and today I am speaking with Andrew Whitehouse. He has just released a fantastic new track called The Darkness in Your Soul, and I'm super excited to talk to him all about it. Andrew, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do
1: this. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. Um, For anyone that doesn't know, Andrew is on the other side of the world right now in Australia but where where specifically?
1: Yes so I'm, I'm in Sydney which is kind of um, on the east coast.
0: Nice and how is life over there right now
1: what's going on? Uh, other than being extremely cold uh, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, look it's it's kind of like a typical Sydney winter at the moment extremely right. freezing but beautiful sunny skies every day.
0: Nice. I mean, can't complain. Honestly, it's blazing hot over here. I wouldn't mind a cold day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but obviously, the weather is not the topic here. It's the music. You've got this brand new single out. It is wonderful. Obviously, I've listened to the rest as well. This one feels like a standout though. And uh, since I've got you here, I'd love to kick this off with knowing what it's about, like what inspired the song? What's the meaning behind it?
1: Yeah, sure. And um you know, I guess that's the weird thing with songs, right, is that yeah. everybody kind of imbues their own meaning onto, um, you know, how it makes them feel and what, what the lyrics are about. Um, look, with this song, really what happened was, um, and, and not to go into too much of a heavy topic uh, straight <laughs> no, off please, the bat yet, but... There are uh, no rules
0: here. You can, if it's... Yeah, you can say whatever you want.
1: <laughs> so I was... Reading the news and, um, you know, particularly news about war violence, gun violence, yeah. um, you know, particularly, um, you know, that 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 type of uh, violence where, you know, there's a, lo- a lot of innocent people that are affected by it, um, you know, perhaps in places where governments are quite complicit to, um, you know, perhaps... Uh, society's rules being you know conducive to things like gun ownership and um, you know, all... over here. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and I think that um, it got me thinking about you know how sometimes uh, you know societies as a whole can be can be sometimes responsible for what happens to um, you know innocent people in those types of situations and the society themselves is almost kind of complicit in that violence in a way by, uh, you know, accepting um, on the one hand, you know, access to weapons or, you know, whatever it might be, Um, you know, certain countries that have a, you know, perhaps a a dictator in charge, um, you know, like we're seeing, you know, there's there's a lot of unrest in the world at the moment. And I think that that was the kind of central theme to the song is, You know in a way we've kind of all got a bit of darkness in ourselves and you know it's kind of up to us as a community um you know citizens of the earth to kind of think about um you know what how we're affecting the rest of society when we um you know when we make our laws when we pass our rules all of those sorts of things so that's really what it is at the core it's kind of like there's a little bit of darkness in everyone um yeah, and we, and we can, you know, definitely there's a positive note to to the song. And, uh,
0: it's not no. all negative, but it also gives the listener you know something to ponder. And um it does. for so many people. It's an issue that they live with every single day, and it's horrible. Um, yes, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. At least here in the U.S., like so I can speak for us. But at the same time, it's like I don't think there's such a thing as too much awareness. We talk about it day in and day out. But at the same time, like if it has to infiltrate our media when it comes to music, then that's totally okay at the same time. You're writing what you know, and you're writing what you feel, and I think that's important.
1: Very true, yeah, and I think, you know, while some of the things I've just said are quite explicit, I think that, you know, really the the, the thread of that idea was just the initial um, inspiration for the song, whereas yeah. it's probably, you know, it's probably gone into the realms now of more um, wordplay and, um, you know, so I would I would say really it's, it's whatever the listener imbues as a meaning onto it.
0: Absolutely. Um, I don't want to take away too much from the meaning of it, but I also want to get into a few other things here. Obviously, the song sounds great um, and you operate as a solo artist. But my question is, is like, do you have anyone behind you instrumentally or on the production team helping you put together sort of the final touches here? Because it really just sounds great. I would recommend anyone listen with a nice pair of headphones.
1: Well, thank you so much. Um, I don't have a team. Uh, so the the only uh, folks that are helping me is got um, an amazing guy, Jamie Parks, out of the UK who played drums. Okay. Um, and that's... That's just because he's amazing and always does a great job, even remotely. Um, but also on this particular track and this EP, I worked with Michael Beinhorn on uh, pre-production. Okay. So Michael Beinhorn of Soundgarden fame, um, you know, he is now running his own, uh, remote pre-production wow. artist beta kind of service. So, yeah, uh, working with Michael was absolutely incredible. That's huge. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's unbelievable, as as you'd probably imagine. Yeah. And, you know, really took me from a place where I guess I was kind of maybe second-guessing myself a lot and um, really kind of elevated me as an artist. And, yeah, more than anything, just kind of gave me permission to just, Write freely and do the things that I wanted to do. So, um, yeah, but but that's really just it. Everything else is me. That's amazing. My my little studio here, and yeah,
0: but mighty, and that's really all that matters. (laughs) One thing that I really enjoy about the song the most is that it doesn't just stick to one style. Like, obviously, it's rooted in rock and alternative, you know, elements, but at the same time, like it expands more. I want to know from your perspective, how are you pitching this to people? Like when people say like, what kind of music are you making? What are you telling them? <laughs> That's Obviously a great, no answer. right answers either. Cause it could be a little bit of
1: everything. Yeah. Look, I guess I haven't really thought about it too much. Um, you know, in terms of, I guess the genre where you would, you would slot something in on a streaming service or, um, you know perhaps that type of thing but outside of that really I think that's what's kind of nice about this for me is that it's a way for me to kind of blend a lot of things together that I find really interesting um and, and I suppose that that kind of speaks to uh the industry today which is you know I guess pretty open of
0: extremely
1: genre blending
0: <laughs> no every lesson man with as soon as, like, production took the next step, everything yeah. is <laughs> everything. Rock is pop and pop is rock, and it's, like, there's no yes. whole thing, which yes. I think is a good thing because especially as an independent artist, it's so hard to stand out. Like, how do I sound different than the million other people? And if you're not blending together things, then, like, you're just going to get lost in the void. That's why I really think this song is special is because it doesn't hold itself to one thing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it doesn't really have an answer, but I don't know, I guess we can look forward also. I assume this isn't the last thing you ever put out. Do you have any plans for the future? Will you potentially experiment? Do you think you found your sound? Like, how does how does that outlook look?
1: Yeah, look, I think that um, music has always been an exploration and a journey for me. And I think that, you know, I'll always be doing something it just ha- it happens to be you know rock uh rock pop today um in the past i've i've done film composition and um you know various other things um but you know i, I think that you know i always come back to songs yeah. and i think whether they they have that rock flavor or whether they've got something different going on yeah we'll see Um, but definitely the most immediate things in my future to release the full EP um, that these singles are from. And after that, I've, I've pretty much got the next one already, uh, already to go. So that's pretty much 2023, 2024 taken care of.
0: I understand. I, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I get the feeling from people that you just don't stop. Like once that creative thing in your brain starts going, like you can't stop it you're not going to not make a song because you're working on one thing um and i understand like in terms of sound and style you don't want your singles jumping all over the place and a little bit of everything so you save them for future projects so sounds like there's a lot on the way which is always a plus indeed very cool so i mean obviously I feel like you've been involved in music for a while give me like the snapshot of your journey like how has it looked for you when did you take it more seriously as opposed to just you know jamming in your bedroom to like I'm gonna make a real single I'm gonna do this thing
1: yeah well it's it has been a huge journey and I think you know I probably started out like a lot of people being a music school kid and picking up instruments as a teenager. And, um, you know, that was kind of being an instrumentalist was kind of originally what I wanted to do. And um, I went to a conservatorium for that for a couple years after high school. Um, you know, I, I found out pretty quickly that playing on, on other people's music really wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe, maybe if the industry was, was like it is today, I probably would have maybe stated as an instrumentalist because it certainly seems like there's a lot more scope to you know be into niche things these days but um no I think that you know I was always compelled to write melodies and lyrics and um you know it was probably in my early 20s that I decided um hey why don't I try to uh sing as well because then then I would be able to actually perform the, the songs that I was writing. So I guess that was the, kind of the loose plan at that point in time. Um, but then I got really into electronic dance music for a long time and had a weird side career as a, uh, you know, DJ producer. And nice. Then... Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to tell from this, but hey, we all like our
1: own music. <laughs> Yeah, it was... Um, no it was awesome fun i mean you know releasing records and and playing out at clubs that was that was a really really good good patch and i think um you know as i say that kind of blended into uh film and tv for a little while there but um you know as i say my core love is really writing songs writing melodies so i think i i always come back to that at the end of the day that's
0: interesting, though, because I wasn't aware that you were a part of past projects in terms of, like, bands. Have you found that, like, your process has changed at all in terms of creating songs? I guess it's an interesting question because if you're part of a band, you might not be the sole creator of things. Like, it's a, it's a group project. I don't know. Is there, is there one that you prefer, one or the other?
1: I think for somebody like me, solo works really well. Okay. Because uh, you know, I have my own process that's very anti-social, let's say. <laughs> maybe, I
0: get uh, it, I get it, I get it so much, yeah. Yeah,
1: I I think that collaboration is always amazing, right? Like I think in that sense, uh you know, maybe being more of a kind of a passive member of a of a of a band or a you know, collective or whatever is is better for me. I think for my own music, um, being a, a solo artist suits me much more. Um, yeah, the process where I can just kind of take as long as I need, um, you know, and that that's not to say that I can't collaborate with people. Oh, of course um, where Where necessary, but yeah, I think that, um, yeah, it definitely suits me more than being part of a band.
0: I understand. I mean, listen, if you're going to put your time and energy and money into something, And you want it to be exactly how you want it to be. then I feel like solo is the only way. Yes. Um, Has this solo project, like, have you played live shows? If you haven't, is that something that you'd like to do?
1: Yes, I haven't played anything live under this project yet. Um, I guess the jury's still out as to whether I may do it, um, you know, this year or next year. uh, At this point in time, I'm kind of just basing it on uh, interest interest in the project. Sure. And I think uh whether this remains a kind of a purely bedroom-based uh endeavor. Um, you know, I think that's that's kind of viable these days. And, you know, if there were to be a time where, you know, occasionally I do get people hitting me up saying, Hey, when are you playing live? Um, you know, when that hits a sort of critical mass, I think maybe I'll put a show together. Yeah, there we'll
0: you go. Hey, you know what? You take your time on it. If it's not the priority, that's okay. But at the same time, you know it's fun.
1: Um, definitely.
0: Hypothetically speaking, is there a song that you've released or one that's unreleased that you're most looking forward to playing in a live setting?
1: Wow. Uh, I, I wouldn't say a specific song, although definitely I'm I, I would love to see what would happen if i got a bunch of musicians together and tried to play some of this stuff live i mean i guess because it is you know it has been so solo all the way up to this point um i think it would actually be pretty unreal to see uh what other people would bring you know how they would actually play the songs um there's always a kind of a magic that happens when uh, other people are playing your music as well at the same time and i think um yeah that would be super fun to experiment with
0: well are there are people that you like have played with just for fun like friends or family that come over or stuff like
1: that not not lately not okay. lately so yeah that um the live music thing is is a long long way in my past at the moment <laughs> i understand is what could happen
0: i got it Um, well, we're recording this on July 2nd, which is officially the one day pass mark of the halfway point of this year, which is crazy that we're even halfway finished. What does the rest of this year look like? What are some goals that you'd like to hit?
1: Yeah, we're definitely releasing the full EP is where I'm headed. Um, so I've got a bit of a plan in the background about, uh, when, when the right time will be to do that. Sure. Um, and it's really at the at the moment it's just based on kind of some of the things I'm doing on social media and, yeah. um you know try, trying to hit a few goals there first before uh, I do the full release um, and so yeah,
0: the, the single release is the way to go nowadays you can't just <laughs> drop it on out there as much as you'd like to
1: very true and you know as much as I'm really excited to share all of this music and to get it out there and um and, you know I think it's for somebody uh, like me for an artist like me I think it's really important to kind of take my time and you know make sure that um you know there's good interest there there's you know there's people out there ready to receive it so that that's kind of the focus for the rest of the year and as I say um I've already pretty much written the next EP <laughs> uh so I'll start to plan the production cycle for that uh probably for early next year. So
0: take your time. Don't rush it. Not worth it. Um, I've got a couple more for you. I wanna know like, what have you been listening to, and is what you're listening to nowadays, does that have any impact on the music you're making?
1: Yeah. Uh I I would say that you know, if you if you look back to, you know, perhaps um, the 90s when, uh, you know, a lot of uh, that sort of classic rock sound was kind of, you know, getting solidified and, you know, you had a lot of, you know, I guess artists that were making things that are kind of, you know, in a way of a similar sound to, to what yeah. I'm doing now. And um, interestingly, I, I, I never got Uh, onto that tip back then you know I was I was an instrumentalist and I wanted to play you know complicated jazz fusion music and so I kind of wasn't really on the pulse with what was popular at that point in time so I'm discovering a lot of bands from you know 90s early 2000s um you know listening to a lot of that stuff again you know a lot of the Seattle stuff, yeah. you know, Soundgarden, um, you know, just kind of, uh, I suppose, re- rediscovering old records. And, you know, I probably, I-, I would say that it's influenced me, but at the same time, I feel that that, that era had something about it that we are really missing today. You know, it, it had a, a, a cultural connection to it that's really kind of... N- I feel at least not there anymore um, in music as a whole. And I think there was a kind of a, you know, perhaps a a detachment from access um, yeah. you know, that made bands and artists and music more magical. And I think that I'm sort of gravitating towards the sounds that remind me of that. And, um, you know, obviously production techniques that are a little bit less... Uh, perfect and polished and definitely gravitating away from the auto tune on the vocals and um, yeah so I'm still listening to a lot of that stuff and uh, you know trying to discover new music when I can as well. No that was a great
0: answer I totally feel you on that I feel like you know in two clicks you can listen to anything that was ever released ever and yeah sort of losing that magic of oh my friend told me about this band or you got to check out this song and oh but you have to come over to my house to listen to it like that's completely lost it's gone forever Um, yes good thing and a bad thing but it depends but i definitely hear in your music those influences in that total seattle area and it's great um my last question for you is basically for the person that is going to discover you from this what is an opening message you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first
1: time? Yeah, so I think we were on a great theme just then. Yeah. Um, what I would say is that uh, if you're looking for something perhaps a little bit more than, you know, is readily available on the radio or on, you know, your streaming services, um, really that that's what I'm all about. You know, I'm trying to find that place where music was magical and we would just listen to it on headphones for hours in, you know, bedrooms all across suburbia. You know, it's a uh, um, you know, an escape from um an escape from the everyday, uh, you know, something to kind of lose yourself in, something to think about again. The meanings, you know, don't need to be explicit. Um you know that that's that's what i would say i mean if if you're looking for something to kind of take you away and make you think um but also obviously have great great grooves great sounds you know a little bit on the heavier side yeah that's pretty much me
0: and that's for you if that checks your boxes then i say listen and if it doesn't listen anyway (laughs) Yeah, androna thank you so much for taking the time Please let me plug your music for you once more before you take off. Uh, if you guys missed it the first time around, the song is called The Darkness in Your Soul. We will have the links in our articles that you can listen and share and follow along and do all that fun stuff. Obviously it sounds like there's so much more in the works right now that's gonna be shared towards the next six months. So uh, time to pay attention.
1: Thank you so much, Austin.
0: Thank you, Andrew. hope you have a great uh, rest of your day as mine is ending and I hope to speak soon. Absolutely. All right. I'll take care. You take care. Bye-bye.